This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Listen, we're here at the Brentford 125th anniversary and I'm with the man, Terry Evans, who was here when we won the title in 1992 at Peterborough. And if I remember rightly, there was a game that was instrumental in us winning that title where we beat 4-0. Can you remember that game, Terry? I remember it very well uh, because it was a Sunday game and uh, I remember that uh, we'd come off the back of a... I think it was three, three good wins on the on the on the bounce, and uh, we knew what the results had come in on the Saturday. Uh, the, the, the results had gone our way, and we knew that uh, if we could knock over Fulham, then we had to had to go to Peterborough on the final game of the season and to just uh, just get a result. And we got the result, didn't we? We did. Yeah, the boys were fired up for it. You know, it was. Uh, it, you know, after seeing the results on the Saturday, I think obviously there was no uh, sort of media chat then back in the day with the boys, but we knew when we rocked up in that dressing room on that day, we knew what to do. Listen, we're talking about Fulham, right? I mean, nowadays, you know, we came into, you know, we played them this season and we got beat. And we're trying to explain to some of the players, some of the people, that this Fulham game is a big game for Brentford, isn't it? But you used to understand back in the day, we used to wait Fulham, didn't we? We did, it's massive. It, you know, the, 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 the hatred really comes from just because you, you want to be the daddy on the manor. You know, we're in London, you want to be the king of the borough, king of the, king of the area. Uh, obviously, you had your, your clubs that were higher up, but those that are in your league that you could knock over, you want to knock them over. You want them to be the main man in uh, London. And we did a very fine job with you at the helm over Fulham in them days, didn't we? Well, yeah, yeah, it was me, but there was some other lads backing me up. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it, there, there was always uh, it was a nice hatred, you know. I'm sure, you know, if you speak to the Fulham lads, they hated us as much as we hated them, you know. And the same thing went on for uh, Orient, you know. There was always tough games. There was always a bit of spite in it, you know. Maybe a little punch up, a bit, a bit of uh, action in the tunnel, but. 
you know, I'm sure Fulham boys or the Orient boys wouldn't change it. You know, that, that's what it was about. You play for your club. You want to be the main men in London, and uh, that's where it was. Bringing it now to 2014, the new Brentford. They're on fire, aren't they? Absolutely. What what are, uh, what team? You know. Gaffer's got them sorted out, Warburton. You know they're, they're a fantastic playing team. You know back in my day, you know, I look at that team now. They're, they're, they're all players. Uh, when I played, I, I could head the ball and I could bully people. But uh, the game's changed a little bit now. You know, it's, it's a playing game, and uh, these boys can play. They can. So listen, we have Fulham coming to Griffin Park on the Friday night in front of the cameras, the floodlights. I want you, Mr. Terry Evans, who used to hate Fulham back in the day, to give us a nice little prediction. Own win. What's the score? 2-0. Come on, you bees. Come on, the bees. So, yes, we have in the house Mr. Chris Kamara, original midfield, the Kamara, the Bowles, the Herlock. Powerhouse midfielder from the 80s. But now, Brentford in the 2000s are playing Fulham. You remember when you used to play Fulham back in the day, don't you, Chris? Well, I've got a terrible memory, me, so I can't remember who I played against. That's the worst thing. Everybody was telling me, you know, uh, at this dinner tonight, the most, the best goal that I scored, I scored more goals for Brentford than any other football club. But um, three fans came up to me and taught me about a 30 yard that I scored against Port Vale. I had no idea, I'll be honest with you. You know, I don't know, I don't know whether it's old age or what, but you'd have probably asked me the week after I played. Uh, I couldn't recall it, but I, 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 took, I took what they said and uh, I had another 10 yards to it and I'm sure it must have been 40 yards. <laughs> Listen, but whatever you might say, mate, you are an un unbelievable hero down at Brentford. People love you back in the day. It's been 20, 30 odd years and you're a big hero down at Brentford. Well, we had a great midfield. I mean, that was the one thing about it. We were a striker short and when we did get a good striker in Tony Mahoney, he broke his leg against Swindon. I remember that like it was yesterday. That's one of the things I can remember. And the reason why I remember that, because I played in that game, it was a cup game. And um, I actually cracked my ribs in the, um, in the first game against Swindon. And uh, as you used to do in those days, um, you, I, I knew I'd had a bang on the ribs, but I didn't think it was anything too serious. And it wasn't until after the second leg when we got beat, Tony had a compound fracture of his leg, and I went for an x-ray to find out I had two cracked ribs. Um, so, you know, we were short of a striker, that was it. Um, Keith Bowen was, and uh, Gary, I'm not sure what his surname was. Uh, no, 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 striker. Striker, um, played for Chelsea came to Brentford, Keith Bowen was one of them and Gary, not sure what his second name was. Anyway, um, they just they were good players, they worked hard, but they just didn't know where the goals were. And when we could, like I said, when we did get Tony Mahoney, it was just unfortunate that um, he got that bad injury. But the midfield was fantastic. It was great for me to play with Erlock, great for me to play with someone like Stan Bowles, what a ledge he is. I saw Stan the other week, so sad. Um, he's still fine, but he's not as sharp as he was. But um, no, great days at Brentford, loved it. Big game tomorrow for them against Fulham, which, um, you know, glory days coming back for Brentford, which has been a long, long time coming. And the club's evolved since I was here, certainly evolved. 
you know, it's a bigger club than it ever was when I was here, and I'm so pleased for it. That's glad. I mean, like, you're talking about the game tomorrow. I mean, Brentford, obviously, they missed out the players before, but now they've come back and they're in the Championship, and they're playing a different style of football, aren't they? They're well, playing I don't know about that. We played football with the Fred Callaghan. You know, everyone, you know, the only thing that's, that's pleasing on the eye for them these days is they're winning by playing passing football. You know, we played passing football, but we didn't get the results that we deserved because we couldn't stick the chances away. So, you know, it's great for Mark. Mark Warburton's done a brilliant job. I want to take any credit away from him at all. And I know that he's doing a fantastic job. But certainly, um, you know, you could never say, when you've got a player like Stan Bowles, uh, I'd like to think me and myself, me and Herlock could play, that we'd be in a long ball team. We weren't, we were a passing team and we tried to play that one. Listen, the Fulham games tomorrow is a big game and fans are happy for it. I'm going to put you on the edge and I'm going to ask you, can you give a little score prediction for that match? No, I can't, to be honest. You know, football's so unpredictable anyway, so it's, you never know. You know, it's a big game for Kid Simons and Fulham. They're going to come to Brentford and make life as difficult as they possibly can. Local derbies normally end in a draw. At this moment in time, if you ask both managers, would they take a draw? Mark Warburton would probably say no. Kit would probably say yes. But just wait to see it all unfold. Who's up for it on the day? Who's going to work the socks off? Who's going to battle and challenge? If you go in on the form book, you'd go for Brentford. If you go in on the players that could win games out of nothing, you've got Roddy Ager, you've got uh, the captain of Costa Rica, um, Brian Ruiz, who are a class, you know, they're players who should still be playing in the Premier League. You know, you've got Ross McCormack, £11 million. You know, you have to you have to look at all these things and take them into consideration. So, it's a hard one to call. Chris? Come on, you bees. Come on, the bees. <laughs> I have the man. His name is Dennis Salmon. Original, original, original Brentford player. Youngest Brentford player to ever play for the bees, if I remember rightly. Is that correct? I think so, yes. That is. And yes, indeed. And with the Fulham game coming on Friday, you also used to compete against them boys, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, quite a few games, uh, good competitive games there. And I remember one specific time I broke my collarbone there and played the last 20 minutes with a broken collarbone because in those days we only had the one sub and that was already on. So uh, it was a, a memorable day for us. It was a memorable day. Do you remember? Is it so memorable? Did we actually beat them though? No, I actually think we did beat them or it was a draw. I know we never lost, so... <laughs> Back in those days, we never used to lose against them <laughs> Fulham boys, though. Did you remember? It was it was a hardcore derby, wasn't it? It was, and uh, they're always very tight games, but all very uh, competitive. But we always seem to do very well against them. We did, Mr. Dennis Salmon. I mean, listen, back in the day, your old school boys remember you. You were down that. You were you were you were, you were right back, but you were down that wing, up and down, up and down, like a new school, like you know, running running back, wouldn't you? Well, I was more of an athlete, so yeah, for me it was not a problem getting up and down, so uh, I was a bit of a pain in the butt to a lot of the players, but uh, yeah, it was, it's part of my game and uh, enjoyed it immensely. I'm going to ask you a question, Mr. Dennis Salmon. What is your most memorable Brentford match that you that ever? 
Well, there were so many, but I suppose the semi-final when we got into the Freight Rover final against Newport. Newport County, 6-0. That was bad that was, game. That, that, was, that was some result, um, and it was a great time at Wembley, but that was a memorable game. We smashed them off the park that day, didn't we? We did, and uh, it, was a, it was a terrific performance. Unfortunately, we lost to Wigan 3-1 at Wembley, but it was a great uh, achievement and a great day. Mr. Dennis Salmon. I would say Your Excellency, but I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> we are playing Fulham on Friday night. Give me your score prediction. Fulham, I think, I think we're going to win 2-1. Come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. <laughs> yes, we got the man, Mickey Bennett, in the house. Mickey Bennett, who was in the Brentford Championship team, or Division 1 as it was at the time, yeah. back in 1992. Mickey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm very well, man. We're here at the Brentford 125 Centenary Do, but people are casting their mind back because, listen, we're playing Fulham tomorrow. Okay. You remember when you played against Fulham back in 1992, don't you? I do remember that, like it was yesterday. And um, it brings a little chill to my spine because it was a game that I wasn't fully aware of how important it was. Uh, but having the fans and the players make me aware of that, uh, I was fully tuned in. That's right. And, I mean, what happened that day? Did, did you go on and get a result? What did you go on and do? If I remember rightly, it was two legs. I'm sure it was. Um, and I think I nabbed one at Craven uh, uh, Cottage. I think we got the victory needed at um, Griffin Park. We like to hear that. Any victory over Fulham is a good victory. Oh, all victories over Fulham are good victories, bruv. Listen, I'm going to talk to you about something else. Remember the other cup that we had that year, the Anglo-Italian Cup? Yes, yeah, I do. That was I a do. bad boy cup, wasn't it? Bad boy cup, and it gave us the opportunity to travel abroad, uh, which I've never done before. Um, we took it seriously. Um, if I remember rightly, I've had a few drinks now, so bear with me. I think we won a couple of games over there. I don't know oh, how listen, far we got. We won the games, man. We beat Ascoli 3-1. Yeah. And I don't know if Bill Piero or somebody scored for them. Some big boys scored goal for them. Okay. 3-1, we beat them out there. And we also won the other game out there as well. Right. We got all the way through to the final. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. The drink's talking now, excuse me. Yeah, I remember that because I remember thinking to myself, I've managed to take the money that we got bonus-wise to That's buy right. myself a watch, which I'm wearing today. <laughs> Are you? Yes, I am. That's unbelievable. Yeah, mate. So, um, so yeah, um, we took it serious. I think a lot of clubs weren't serious about it, but, you know, with Phil Holder and the team, we first opportunity, put Brentford on the map, we went out and tried to do we could, what we could to do that. I'm going to ask you a question, which you may not want to answer. Go on. But there was an incident where the man with the teeth, Mr. Joe Allen, oh, you and him about this earlier on. had a little bit of an uh, a little bit of an altercation, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. What do you want to know? I want to know what went down. All right. Um, basically, what happened was we had a, a training session on the Friday uh, on the father side pitch that we call Wembley. Yes. And. Um, there was a young lad who was a youth team player who'd um, come back from his first training session back from a crucial ligament injury. And uh, our friend Mr. Allen 
kept kicking him and I wasn't happy that he was doing that yeah. so I stuck up for the player having had a crucial ligament injury myself yes. uh, he decided to face up to me yeah. confront me yeah. and from a South London boy and someone doing that to me you don't back down no. uh, he took a swing at me and missed oh. and I took a swing back and you hit him hit him and you knocked him out knocked him out you knocked him out broke his jaw in three places he was on the floor out no doubt out but you got severely reprimanded for that didn't you I got severely reprimanded I was, I was they tried to sack me on, on the grounds of that uh, I went to tribunal and won it because my my record as a player never been sent off hardly been booked so it showed that I wasn't that kind of person and um, won the appeal and um, went back to Brentford Right, so you're back at Brentford, but listen, coming back to good old times now, Brentford are doing remarkably fantastic, well, aren't they? Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. And do you know what I'm pleased about as well? I do love Griffin Park. I love the way it is, the way it's situated, family orientated, crowd are close. You want to play for the team, but I do think it's time that we had a new stadium in a new area, because I think the way Brentford are on the up, they deserve that. Okay, that's going to happen, but listen, tomorrow we have the big game. We're coming back to the Fulham game, the one that you scored a goal in, if I remember rightly. Yep. Do you think the mighty, mighty bees are going to take them Fulham boys out tomorrow? It's going to be hard because I know that Kit Simons has gone in and done a great job and the boys are buzzing off of that, but I'm going to say this on record. Yes. Brentford win 2-1. Thank you, Mr. Mickey Bennett. You are a legend, you are a hero, you mash up somebody's face, but we will forgive you for that. My pleasure, mate, my Joe, pleasure. Enjoy Joe, the night. Joe Allen. Joe Allen. Joe Allen. That won't be, that won't be. Yeah. Nice one, mate. See you later. Nice one, mate. Right. Mr. Bradley Walsh, original Brentford man from the 80s, played with us on Brentford, but you know we've got the Fulham game coming on Friday. Massive game, Fulham. Don't forget a lot of the players that have played for Brentford when I played, uh, played also played for Fulham, Johnny Fraser, Fred Callahan played at Fulham and became the manager. Big rivalry there out in West London. London. Come on the bees, you can do it. Your original Brentford band, so you think, what's you the better. score prediction going to be? I reckon, flying high at the moment, I would say it'll be tight, because the local derby, I'd say 1-0 to the bees. Come on you bees. You bet. Come on the bees. Yes, we have Natalie Sawyer here, Sky News, and today, it's been a wonderful day, 1-2-5 Brentford day, wasn't it? It certainly was, it's been a fantastic night, and it's still ongoing as well, what time is it? Nearly midnight. Fantastic, isn't it? That's right. We had a lot of Brentford legends here today. Yep. And interestingly, we had a couple of legends here who absolutely talked about the fact that they mashed up the Fulham. And coming on to the Fulham thing, because we are playing Fulham on the Friday, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we are. And uh, it's always nice to hear the, the legends sort of tell the, the stories of the past. And yeah, Keith Millen talking about that rivalry with Fulham and how it meant so much to them and it will mean so much to the current players as well they know what they want to do so tomorrow's a big game it's a big game tomorrow yeah I mean you're you're a big big Brentford fan what is your gut reaction on the fit on the vibe tomorrow I mean I think we'll win of course I think we'll win and I think we'll put in a good performance um, live on Sky I think those players will be desperate to, to show everybody what Brentford can do and you know we've already surprised a lot of people by being where we are and getting some of those fantastic results and I think they'll just want to show everybody why we are where we are and, and why we've been able to pull off those results so Miss Natalie Sawyer I would like to get a score prediction for oh. myself I think there will be uh, I think it'll be tight but I'm going for a 2-1 Brentford win. Well, feeling that. Yeah, thank you. Me come too. on, come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. 
Yes, we have Corinna, the mayor of Hounslow here, and she is absolutely pussy for the bees. It's actually making me quite giddy. Corinna, what's going down? Absolutely fantastic. We are going to win tomorrow 2-0. So tomorrow we're going to play Fulham. You're going to win 2-0. You've already stated the fact that you are not particularly happy with that cottage side from the south Absol part of London. No, no, no. I love the bees. I am Mayor of Hounslow, so I support the bees. Brentford FC. And what a fantastic night we've had. One, two, five years. So, so listen... You're telling me you love the bees, but you're a politician. Absolutely. I'm thinking in my head here, you're just trying to tell me what I want to hear. <laughs> Look, the bees are my second team. I love them to pieces. So who's your first team? Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace? We mashed them up at the beginning of the season. Uh, yes, our second team. Ah. We had two teams split up, very places. Listen, we don't won, give, we don't, won, we won six nil. The don't give me any excuses. At the end of the day, you know that Brentford is moving into the primary oh, place in I the mayoral circuit. No, I have no problem about Brentford being in the Premiership and playing at. Line of Road or wherever. I don't mind where they play. They'll beat. They're They'll beat Manu. They'll beat Chelsea. They'll beat Man City. I don't have a problem with it. I will be there supporting them. It's not just a political thing. I passionately believe in their trust. I love the fact what we do in the community, and I will support them as my. And this is true as a as a politician. You have to be honest. I have to be honest. Yes. My my first team is Palace, yes. my second team is Brentford, okay. the Bees, I love them to pieces, okay. and the Bees know that. Okay, it's cool. So listen, yeah. if Palace by Brentford, what's going down? Well, I suspect Palace will win it 1-0. Listen, <laughs> we need to just get that Palace thing out of you. So what do you do? Come out with us tonight, we'll take you down the pub, and it'll be all over. Well, I'll be there tomorrow. Good. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. We love that. Excellent. Thank you very much, the mayor. You're welcome. Easy life. Okay. I've got the man, Jason Lee, used to play for Nottingham Forest, and he has seen the bees in the game against the Forest the other day, didn't you, Mr. Lee? I did, yes, and uh, Brentford were more than valued for their money. I was surprised at um, how well they played. Um, Andre Gray, very good player. I've known him from when he was playing at non-league level at Hinkley. Hinkley United before he went on to Luton Town and obviously coming on to Brentford. Um, you know, you've got a good group of young players, hungry players. Um, you know, you've got David Weir working at the club who's obviously organising the side and, you know, you're deserving, you know, deserving of what you're getting at the moment and the performances you're putting in alongside the hard work are really paying off. I mean, I mean Brentford's got a different mentality now. It's difficult because we can't obviously compete against the big money. So we need to go in the bottom end and try and develop. Are you seeing that working out at Brentford at the moment? It's obviously working out because the results and you know the points you've got on the table so far have shown that hard work and dedication can carry you very, very far. You're competing with teams that have bounced back from the Premier League who have got money and have got maybe higher calibre players, but that's not always that's not always the, the recipe for success because you know, dedication and enthusiasm and hard work ethic can carry you very, very far. So, you know, Brentford, 
If they was to go up this year, it'd be unbelievable. It'd be a miracle, let's be honest. And would, would the club be prepared to go into the Premiership and sustain that? So I think ideally for, for Brentford to stay in the Championship for maybe one, two, three seasons would be beneficial for the club so you could benefit and obviously keep working on the infrastructure. But if you were to go up, you would take it. But it could be a very difficult thing to deal with because Premiership is all about money. And if you don't spend money, you know, you come back down again. I'm going to ask the question because obviously on Friday night, we've got the Fulham. They think they're the mighty, mighty Fulham, mm -hmm. but they ain't mighty because we are properly mighty over the Fulham. Okay. What do you reckon on this game? Because obviously Fulham are slightly better than they were when they started off in this season, weren't they? Fulham have picked up. I saw Fulham play Nottingham Forest, where Forest won 5-3, and on that night, Fulham was the better side. But at that time, Forest was top of the league, getting away with results and winning games that maybe they didn't deserve to win. So Fulham um, have lost games where actually they've played quite well. Um, I think they've now adjusted to this division. They will, in my opinion, be there and thereabouts. They've gathered, they're gathering momentum. It's a good gauge, it's a great local game for Brentford to play. As I said, Brentford are doing really, really well in the league. If Brentford could get a result against Fulham, it would be brilliant. It's a local derby, so you've got all the incentive you need. But at the end of the day, I do believe Fulham will be pushing, you know, around about the playoff positions before the end of the season. They're pushing about the playoffs. However, I'm going to take you, Mr Lee, and ask you for a result on this game. For a result, um, listen, I'm hopeful for Brentford. Do you know why I'm hopeful for Brentford? Because they've just come up and from what I've seen, you know, I'm really, really pleased with, with the way they're playing the game um, and that they're, they're underdogs and no one really expects them to go and win a game. So if they're, if they're the, small, the smaller club in terms of Fulham believe they're the bigger club having come down, wouldn't it be great for the underdog to win a game? So, so you're hopeful? I'm hopeful for but Brentford. But what's the result going to be? Brentford can win the game. I don't know the Brentford result. I would, result. I, would never, I would never say the result. I believe Brentford can win the game. So a win, you know, whether it's 1-0, 2-1, 2-0, I believe Brentford are capable of winning that game. 2-1. Well, if you say 2-1, then you better put a, a little bet on that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr Lee, you're the man. You're welcome. Good, nice good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.